Hey everyone, I'm your host Matt, and let me welcome you to Gaming Lounge. If this is your first time, welcome. We talk all things gaming consoles, retro gaming, and modern gaming. So sit down, grab your favorite snack and drink, and enjoy. first episode of Gaming Lounge. I am with my host, Will, and we are going to be talking to you about, and you definitely guessed it from the song title, if you don't know, uh, we are talking about Dragon Ball Z Sagas. It is a game very dear to my heart, very dear to his heart, and it's something that got me on the path of watching and learning and collecting one of my favorite animes of all time. So let's get into this topic about Dragon Ball Z Sagas. And uh, first, I'd like to welcome my co-host Will onto the first uh, first episode of Gaming Lounge. Now, as the episodes go on and I do start posting more, you may hear him, you may not. He's a very busy man, works a lot of hours. You know how it is, life things. But uh, hey, we're gonna get into this topic all the way. And if you hear some snuggles along the way, we got some kitty cats. You know how it is. So, if I gotta start with this, I gotta say, Dragon Ball Z Sagas was the first game you brought over on the GameCube back in the day. <laughs> and that game, I knew nothing about it. My mom was not big into anime. I was very shocked she let you play it in the house, let alone let us play it. And it got us hooked on that, to the point where the next day, we went to the store and went to GameStop and bought that game flat out on, C on uh, disc. And uh, we didn't know any of the characters. We didn't know any of the story. All we knew was there was this giant bug man. There was this dude with long hair. There was a bald guy. And there was a guy that screams Galakun every five seconds. So, definitely uh, definitely first. Now, if we can go later into it, Dragon Ball Z Sagas is definitely not a game that many fans like. But it's something you and me both hold to our hearts very dearly. Oh, hi, Matt. I was just snuggling with your cat over here. But yes, DBZ Sagas is absolutely one of those games I just didn't expect you to pick up on as much as I did. I was always a cursory DBZ fan. I was never like crazy into it. I was always into uh, more of the Pokemon stuff and Naruto stuff. But Dragon Ball Z, for whatever reason, clicked off with you more than ever before. And Sagas definitely helped as polarizing as the game is to most people it was definitely a fun play for both of us especially all of those uh, wonderful combos we would have to hit in order to you know make anything work it was great <clears throat> it's like the that bug man you were talking about before yeah sell yeah he was definitely uh, definitely a hard boss I'd say that for sure yeah 
Once you actually beat him with Gohan, it's even funnier because you can actually just challenge him again randomly with all of the other characters, and it's very, very entertaining watching how little damage you can actually do to them. Very much so, and to the point where actually, I remember when we beat the game, we unlocked Broly, and we unlocked Bardock, and we didn't know who the hell they were, because we're like, oh, Broly just must be this good guy, which we had no idea that he was some sadistic maniac killing machine at all. And uh, we all we knew is that he like would two shot enemies. So we're like, "Yo, if we can't beat him, screw it. We'll get Broly." He got Broly, and he would two shot like two dudes. Then many many months later, we would finally watch the movie and realize that Broly was a bad guy. And that was definitely crazy. And eventually, finding out that there's more past the Cell Saga too. Because all we knew was Super Saiyan 1 and 2. We didn't know 3. We didn't know there was a Boo. We didn't know nothing of that. And I mean, nowadays with Z, you have Super and everything else. But, uh... If you had to, if you had to say nowadays with the, uh... With the gameplay mechanic, uh, how 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 well do you think that aged? Like, honestly. like <laughs> It aged? <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure it just stayed right where it was. Like, would you say that it, uh... It isn't as smooth as many gameplay nowadays. Smooth is being really, really nice to it. It was blocky. It there was really the only thing that was smooth about it was the flying mechanic. If you didn't use the boost, because it was just really, really seamless. How you could just go through the air, but at the same time, you can't really do anything up there. You couldn't really do a whole lot of combos up in the air. There was no instant transmission. There was none of this fighting stuff. There, there were All of the stuff that DBZ is known for now with all of their fighting games, you couldn't do there. At all. Maybe occasionally you could do a little bit of an instant transmission. It felt like almost like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm at some point when you would duck in and out sometimes. It was just very, very dumb. The whole battle mechanic was was you had to really really learn it in order to even remotely be good at it and it was just <laughs> I don't know what in the world I liked about that game because oh god it was it was entertaining but god did it suck to have to remember all those button combinations well I will be honest with one thing that game got me into a franchise that I never knew I'd fall into love especially now from collecting figures to posters to the whole franchise on Blu-ray to GT to Kai to, and just to let everybody know I'm a huge Dragon Ball nut and this man can very much vouch for that um, if it wasn't for his Saga's game and the GameCube I would not be where I am with the love of anime I mean for hell's sake we're recording this podcast and I'm wearing Goku pants so, you know, I gotta walk around with something Dragon Ball on me, whether a hat, a watch, a wallet, or something like that, or even some damn socks. Mm. And I will gladly walk around like a nerd. But to get back on topic, uh, Saga is definitely, I, I gotta agree with you, The back in the day when I was a kid, the gameplay was definitely fun. I mean, it, it felt fun. Like, it was more, like, entertaining. It was definitely, it had its laughs. But as I got older, and especially since I have a computer that can run emulators, I have that game on my PS2 emulator. And that game 
even in 1080p, does it look pretty? Yes. But does it run janky as hell? 100%. <laughs> That's between, one way of saying it. Between the kicks, the blasts, and everything, you honestly get tired of the gameplay very fast. Because not only is it a pain in the ass to beat, and I tried running through the game normally, mm. and I could not get past literally Vegeta. Mm. I couldn't get past Vegeta. Between the whatever you call the, the, the giant spears of energy, which I guess was dirty fireworks back then, and the constant Gallic gun of every five seconds, literally five seconds I counted, of him saying, Gallic gun, and shooting it at you. Oh my god, I remember to, that. Good lord. To remember literally the future Trunks arc where every Jesus five seconds Christ. you were trying to get the... Uh, get somewhere and you had the robots attack you which made no sense because the actual android saga Dr. Zoro didn't make any other robots not that we didn't know of and you just have these little robots coming over and beating the snot out of you and if you didn't have a sensu bean well I guess you're restarting along with the android 17 and 18 fight in the future which was stupidly hard because they would keep swapping in every 5 seconds they would switch from 18 to 17 to 17 to 18 and the bosses were so ridiculously overpowered to even sell when you would get Super Saiyan 2 Gohan and he would be so fast. And don't even get me started on the glitches of the game. When <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is I never even knew about the glitches of the game. I just played the game all the way through and then I moved on to another game. <laughs> I will tell you this. From, playing, from a guy playing it many years later, there are many, many glitches to falling under the map, to sell actually going outside the area and backing and keep teleporting to where you can't see him, he goes off screen. You can't shoot him. You literally cannot shoot him. You are stuck in a destroyed cell arena by yourself and there's nothing you can do. You have to quit the game. And sounds sounds like uh, sounds like that one fight I had where I decided after I beat the game that I was going to just for the hell of it because I was already trying to get my button combinations up it sounded just like that one time I tried to use Yamcha against Perfect Cell <laughs> to this day even though I perfected all of my button combinations with Yamcha I never once beat Cell and we're talking about I mean granted you can't do any major damage to him until any of the guys are hitting Super Saiyan. Like, even Piccolo in his Super Namekian form didn't do as much damage as I thought he should have been able to do. But Yamcha did no damage, basically, at all. It was very pathetic. Every single one of his special attacks, if you could even do anything about it, was terrible. All of his combos were just putting little tiny pinpricks in Cell's health. And there was just nothing else you could do about it. You were fighting a losing battle no matter what. If he hit you, you're dead in probably what 10 11 maybe even 12 moves not attacks not combos but the whole combination of moves you're you're dead in so quickly and i remember once it took me almost 15 minutes in this one fight to beat cell and i didn't do it with yamcha i did it with tien and then I did it with Krillin, out of nowhere. Just, it was the funniest thing in the world to me. Well, I can definitely vouch for the little bald man. Um, that is the ultimate short king. 
As, oh. as short kings ourselves, we understand that one yes, very well. Yes, we do. We are both quite short. Yes, but, um, damn right. Definitely, I can say, um, I think one of my favorite fights, to be honest, was, um, oh, I want to say, so it went from the Cell, it went from the Saiyan Saga to the Android Saga to the Future Saga to the now present Android Saga and then the Cell Games. And honestly, I have to say the best fight, I honestly thought Frieza was fun. Because you could beat the snot out of him how many times you wanted, and you could just literally spam Super Saiyan. And then when you went back and you went to Gohan, if you had just enough skill, you could divvy his health down enough on a hard mode to where you could go Super Saiyan 2 and absolutely run circles around this little freaking short guy. Uh -huh. Run circles around him. Because just to let everybody know, Gohan is literally the fastest character in the game. Once he goes Super Saiyan 2, you are literally sprinting around like a freaking midget on drugs. Mm. Literally running around. And no offense to any midgets out there. But literally running around with drugs. And you will not be stopped. But honestly, the game in a whole, it's not bad. It definitely will teach you the story, at least the main parts of the story of the important stuff of this person did this. Goku's son got kidnapped. Cell's gonna make a tournament. Alright, Gohan defeated him. Okay, Goku got killed. They're gonna teach you all the th silly things, but on top of that, they give you a little bit of a recap of Dragon Ball as well. Of what Goku did before Z happened. Of, oh, he killed King Piccolo. He destroyed the Red Ribbon Army. He met Bulma. And that's it. That's really all I knew about Dragon Ball. And for a long time, that's all I knew about Dragon Ball until I actually sat down and watched a couple episodes. Because I didn't know that there was an older Goku. There was a Goku versus Piccolo. I didn't even know that was a thing. So when TFS cracks a joke of, nobody watched Dragon Ball, that's a good point. Not a lot of us did watch Dragon Ball. And if you did sit down and watch Dragon Ball, I give you, literally, I salute you, sir, or yeah. ma'am. Because I could not sit down and started, watch it. started, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's where I started, actually. I didn't start at DBZ. I actually started in Dragon Ball. Ever since I was a little kid. It's very, very entertaining. For whatever reason, I just... Five-year-old me found that very entertaining when I was, you know, chilling at my aunt's house and just watching random <clears throat> random videos because back then we had an old-school tube TV with a VCR built into it. It was great. Felt like a king of the 90s. You just plug in your cassette, or not cassette, tape, you know what I mean, VCR tape, and you just, you just chill. And meanwhile, I'm over here sitting, watching Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, having a grand old time, me and my, me and my little self. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest here. The scene with, uh, with, with Bulma and the Dragon Balls, that particular one, Bulma, your balls, they're gone. <laughs> All I remember was just laughing my ass off seven years later when I saw that episode again because my juvenile delinquent self was going, ha, 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 look, you get balls. And then I realized what they actually meant with the scene because a five-year-old me watched it and it went so far over my head it could have left a vapor trail. But 12-year-old me picked up on it 
and I just started falling in love with the show all over again. It was great. And that was around the time I was actually playing Sagas, too, so it just made more sense. But always loved the human. I've always loved the humans in that game more than I ever liked the Saiyans. The Saiyans felt like a cheat code. Even Piccolo felt like a little bit of a cheat code, but he wasn't good enough, so it was still a challenge regardless. The humans always made the challenge because they just didn't have the power to make anything stick against all the major villains. It was just more fun that way. Yeah, I remember that. I remember running around as Tien and Krillin. Especially Yamcha. And, uh, it definitely was, uh, it definitely was no different. No one cares about Yamcha. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not gonna lie here. One I of my Toriyama cares about Yamcha. One of my favorite characters back then was Yamcha. It still is Yamcha. And, I mean, there's a lot of Yamcha haters out there. But, there man... There shouldn't be, because you should know about the days of Dragon Ball, because he was an absolute beast. But... When we had this Saiyan saga, and I watched this man go from nothing to something, I was very proud of that character. But to sadly see that man get exploded by a Cyberman and all the TFS jokes, yeah, I, could, I, I, I had to laugh too. Yamcha's here. Yamcha's dead! <laughs> as simple as that, it just, uh, it just turned into something else. Um, sagas, I would say, do you have any... Uh, you got any bad spots in that game that really, really would frustrate you? Because I have a ton. I have an absolute ton that would frustrate the living shit out Future of me. Future Trunks with the burning, uh, destroyed city. So that, that level, the future level. Yeah. That one always annoyed me. I couldn't stand the, uh, jumping over and everything. I just was, I was always, for whatever reason, I was very annoyed by it. The gangs of robots coming in. Occasionally, it didn't matter how good you are, it was just... It would only your 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 attack would only really focus on one enemy. It would maybe if you were lucky do partial damage to the other, but there would always be some other random thing just kind of coming around on no health that would just get a free hit on you, and then you'd kill it and you just feel like annoyed after every single time you killed it. You're just like, this is not fair. I shouldn't have had this. This this is ridiculous. You should have been dead already. Stop pulling a fucking magnemite having your sturdy ability kick in every time I hit you with a burning attack. Just stop. You're a robot. Just die. Please. I can honestly agree with you on that. That level was very annoying and it took me like a good four days to get past because I eventually needed my little bro's help Timmy to literally help me go through that because I physically could not get through it. Literally. No matter what character I use and you were stuck with freaking Teenage Trunks, you didn't have Super Saiyan, you didn't have Gohan, or wait, did you have, wait, did you have Gohan in that level, or no? You only had Gohan for a part second, because, yeah, you only had Gohan for a part second, because once you got to the Android 1718 fight, you would get killed, because mm -hmm. it would go to the scene of I know. Trunks found Gohan. I know. He was at least 15 pounds lighter in that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, I don't know, how much does arm weigh usually? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh that literally um I'd oh be, my gosh I'd, I'd be salty too if that ended up happening to me hey that man that man took that arm loss with, with mm. pure passion and died heroically still one of our favorite freaking characters to this day and still one of my favorite gohans to this day because mm -hmm. not only did he have grit he had passion but what sucked was he didn't have the training overwhelming not only did he have overwhelming power, 
he didn't have enough power. And honestly, as we learned with Gohan in the Cell Saga, Gohan does have that potential. But future Gohan never got it because Goku wasn't there to be like, Go ahead, son. Let out all your frustration because I'm a horrible father. Because of that hypersonic lion tamer they were in, right? Yeah. <laughs> the hypebolic lime chamber. <laughs> that one was on purpose. <laughs> uh, as you can see, guys, with this podcast, we're just two guys shooting crap, talking about a topic, talking about a game that we both grew up with, a game that he introduced me to. So we are no professionals here. We are honestly, I'm sitting in a chair, he's sitting in a couch, and I'm on a MacBook with a freaking blue yeti but we are definitely going to try to make some laughs try to make this first episode fun and we're just going to keep going with the memories of either the show the game and everything else but uh if you only if you only hear my voice most episodes like i said he's a busy man he's not always going to be here but uh definitely going to be uh definitely going to be something else we're definitely going to get this train rolling best we can i think we got a good amount of topic as we're going and uh to honestly switch things up just a little bit if you had to pick your favorite saga in the whole game because we are talking about sagas so it is going sagas what mm-hmm. actually is your favorite saga in the show oh first one saiyan saga yeah first one okay 100 percent. now why would you say saiyan saga it was just fun go through it with any character after you beat everything up. You could go through it with any character at all. And just absolutely annihilate. And everything was relatively equal. You didn't have to have Goku go Super Saiyan. You didn't have to have Gohan go Super Saiyan or Super Saiyan 2. You didn't have to have Broly in there. But you could if you wanted to. It was very, very entertaining. It didn't matter which opponent you had. It didn't matter which hero you had randomly playing through the saga just on a, on a random playthrough. It didn't matter. Everyone had roughly the same amount of power. Everyone had roughly the same amount of chances. And it was just overall, it was it was entertaining. There was also a lot of random stuff you could do in between all of the battles with all the landscaping and all the random fights you had to go through and all the random shortcuts and all of the, the stuff you had to collect. It was always a little... That was, that was always a fun one. That one was a bit of the precursor to my first foray into that kind of stuff, which was Naruto Rise of a Ninja. That one I always remembered. But Sagas was kind of like, oh, I, I got I got that too. So I, I can keep you occupied, you know? To honestly switch just a little bit, I know we're talking about Dragon Ball, but I will actually say one of my favorite Naruto games, at least on my PS2, I would have to say... Um, uh, it wasn't Raging Blast. What was it called? Um, no, no, that's a Dragon Ball Z game. Um, mine was... Oh, it was Naruto, my bad. Yeah, it was Naruto. Um, it was... Oh, I honestly was it any of the Storm games? No, it was before Storm. Before they came out with Storm. Because it was PS2. It was before they came out with Storm. It was the 2D, it was the 2D fighting game instead of the 3D. So it was the 2D fighting. I always forgot about those ones, honestly. They were good. They were good. I heard that they were good, but I never played them. They were good. My only Naruto game I played before I started going into the Storm games was Rise of a Ninja. And then I played maybe like the first half of Broken Bonds. And I just, at that point, I was going back to play the game. And so I automatically was bored because I had already gotten a taste of Storm 1 and Storm 2. And Storm 2 has always had always been like, 
listen to me. And then Full Burst came around, and it got it got funny. It got wacky. And then 4 came around, and I'm not quite sure how in the world that whole thing is going to play out. Cause every character became broken when it you know, used to never be the case. 2, Hinata was slow. Now, in 4, she's fast and competent and you really don't have to do a whole lot her special still sucks but you know just the placement of it and how you're able to position it but that game was all the storm games are always fun but essentially what they really are is, is they're button mashers yeah and I would, through and through I would honestly say speaking of button mashers I would say Saga is kind of the same way because not only did you have to button mash but you had to either hold buttons or you had to hit a certain button. But then eventually you unlock certain combos. And those, one gripe I have to say about that game was learning those god-awful giant fucking combos. Yeah, this The oh absolutely long how list many, of bullshit. How many did we get, end up, that we ended up on? It was like, I think it went up to 12 or yeah. something. Maybe it yeah. went up even farther than that, honestly. The it only one... The only one I ever used. Now imagine having to learn that as Yamcha or Krillin or Tien oh. against Cell. <laughs> God. The only one I ever Awful. used was the spamming one, where you could literally hold it and he would just do the art. He would get like orange and he would bash the living snot out of you and then slam you. Mm. That's the only combos I would use because the only ones that would grind fast enough to let you go Super Saiyan. Mm. And then if you jumped high enough. You could go Super Saiyan automatically. Oh yeah, I did remember that part. That's interesting. It um uh it definitely was different. But uh honestly guys, I'm gonna be honest here. Um Sagas is good and all, but I think we definitely ran out of material to talk about because it is also a small game and there's only so much to talk about between <sighs> movements, bad choices, decently level design iffy AI, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. But uh, this will be definitely the first episode of Gaming Lounge. This will be on Spotify, so definitely tune in and give us a listen. Like I said, we're no professionals. We're no ex-freaking-podcasters, honestly. This is my first time doing this, first time editing this type of stuff. Please do give us a listen, and like I always say, the audience is the key to a podcast, and I really hope we definitely uh, get a little audio audience. Even if it's five people, that's five people listening to our silly rants about games. So uh, thank you all very much. Have a wonderful night or day, and uh, welcome to Gaming Lounge.